Wait a minute, I hear something. What's happening there? Welcome back to Dr. Movie, where I make more shows than I do any work through the week. <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, I, I sit back and reflect on, you know, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm coming up on one solid year of doing this show. I've cranked out a lot of shows, but it's just for you, right? It's, it's well, it's partially for me too, because it's letting me really catch up on a lot of movies I always wanted to see and just kind of, you know, visit the video store back in the day and you pick the, the video box up, the VHS box to get more specific and you set it back down because you end up picking up Return of the Living Dead again instead of picking up something new. So this is a chance to check out all of those movies that I kind of skipped over back then or finding new stuff that I've never seen before. So that's what makes this one fun. Speaking of... I've never seen today's movie, which is a shame because it's right in that sweet spot of what I love, right? We are talking about The Incubus from 1982. How I missed this movie, I don't know. I mean, I remember seeing the title and stuff. I just, I don't know. I just, it's funny. I, I watched the, uh, I watched Succubus, which is, uh, what, a Jess Franco movie? Really bizarre, by the way, if you've never seen it. It's a little more psychedelic, trippy, you know, late 60s, getting in the early 70s kind of flick. But this one's, no, this one's got 80s power. So, uh, 1982, horror thriller. I'm going to throw mystery in here as well, right? And we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, it got a 5.5 out of 10. You know what? I... I don't know. I may I may kick it up a little higher than that. This movie is directed by John Ho or Hugh, however you want to say it. This guy, British director, gave us Legend of Hell House. He gave us the Witch Mountain movies from Disney back in the day. Remember Escape to Witch Mountain, all those? He made American Gothic. He made Twins of Evil back in the Hammer days, right? He gave us Dirty Mary and Crazy Larry. So... You want to talk about street cred, this guy's got it. He is, I mean, he is the definition of the 70s. Let's just face it. I mean, that's, those are all pretty, pretty heavy hitters for the time. Um, let's see here. Let's do a synopsis and try not to crash the car at the same time. We got, it says, a small town doctor and a sheriff join forces to track down a vicious sex killer who may be the indestructible incarnation of a demon spawned from hell. Yeah. That's all you need to know. That's it. Right? So, uh, let's see. If we got, if we got, if we got some wider watches here. Wider watch! It's cruel, gruesome, and terrifying. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, very solid flick. Let's see. It says the Incubus as well is a well done film. It is tense, tight, and even uh, and even most of the performances are very well done. Yeah, totally agree with that. 
says this is just a well-made and technically sound film. It's suspenseful, disturbing, and it has some great performances. I agree with that as well. Um, I'm really kind of mad at myself for not checking this one out sooner because I think this is one I would talk about quite a bit. Um, but it's just bothersome enough. I don't know. You really don't want to talk about it a lot. Uh, it's a it's it's a whole bunch of demon rape. I don't know how else to put it. You got a demon running around raping people. Uh, you know, which happened all the time in 1982. Um... As far as a cast, we've got John Cassavetes, who's been in, I mean, come on, take your pick. Let's see, let's do a run. Rosemary's Baby, Killing a Chinese Booker, The Dirty Dozen, I mean, come on. He's, he's, he's pretty iconic. We've got uh, Carrie Keene in this, who has been in... Spasms. Uh, that's really the only thing I recognize. Distant Thunder. Oh, I forgot about that one. That's a cool one to check out again. We've got uh, John Ireland, who's in this as well. A lot of Canadian actors in this one. Um, da, 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 da. Red River. The original Fast and the Furious from 1955. So, I saw what you did in 65. So, you know, some some older classic films, right? Which is kind of the feel of this, right? It feels like the majority of these people have, have been around a while. Uh, I don't think there's anybody else I'd, that we necessarily have to talk about here. Um, so, let's get into it. You've got uh, a young couple that's out camping. I guess they're camping. They're, they're well, the girl's sunbathing, right? And boyfriend comes up, tries to make a move on her, and she kind of shuns him. Then he, you know, calls her name and jumps off a little small cliff to do some diving into the water. Later on into the night, you know, it's one of those things where one of them runs off to check on something, and she ends up going into this building that's there and something obviously happens to her boyfriend goes to check on her he gets a a piece of wood it's got a nail sticking through it through the skull um at the same time in this house across town a young guy wakes up and he's freaking out he keeps having this reoccurring dream and as this movie goes on you realize that pretty much every time he has the dream somebody's getting killed well, the girl ends up surviving, but she's in a coma, she's in the hospital, and she has been, like, really damaged. Something raped her and pretty much tore her innards out. Let's just, I'm trying to find a nice way to say it. Uh, pretty bad. Uh, there's no trace of what did this, so that's what makes this kind of interesting right because this is happening and you know so they're they're spending the time like it says the doctor and the sheriff are trying to figure out what's going on here and the plot thickens as it goes on and there's a lady working at the library same thing happens to her 
and it's a lot more gruesome. Matter of fact, it even kills her. And they find a specimen inside of her, right? So they take a sample, which is they're even confused. There, there's a there's a lot of weird talk in this movie. This is I'm I'm really surprised this isn't seventies. Because 70s are a little more graphic about how they talk about things. Or I'm really surprised at the at the the talk in this one. But when they uh, when they take the sample and they have it checked out, the the sperm is red. So it's it's not human. But it, it, at the one point they even think it's multiple people doing this because of the large amounts, right? Like there's a, you know, but it ends up being more like a demonic Peter North running around. I don't know. Just trying to think of a weird thing of why they would say, ah, it looks like multiple. Uh, again, in the 70s, a bit more plausible. 80s, we were kind of bagging off from partaying too much, right? So, uh, again, as this goes on, you get more and more people this is happening to. Well, I say people. Ladies is happening to. The lady that... Uh, got uh, abused at the beginning of it has waking up out of the coma and she's still being pretty closed as far as talking about what happened and they finally get her to kind of say what she saw was there multiple she says no there was a one yes who was it she just says monster and so now we're really looking at kind of a whodunit kind of thing, right? Because we got the kid that's having the the visions and the dream, which kind of tie into something that happens later on, which I don't want to give away because I want you to check this out. You've got his story and what that all means and what it leads to. And there's also the introduction of the, the doctor has a, a young teenage daughter, 16, 18, can't remember right off the bat, but, uh, and she's in love with the guy that's having all the dreams, right? So you get this thing where he's going crazy because every time he wakes up, he has his bad dream, and then he wakes up and realizes that somebody's been killed in town. He's got the feeling that he's the one that's doing it. And it just kind of goes from there. So she's trying to defend him, but then, you know, because the father doesn't like the boy because he thinks he's just a little off a little bit. And there's all these things that are going on. And you got the sheriff that gets in some legal bindings where he can't really do what the right thing is to do because, you know, he's been placed in office by powerful people. And they're kind of, you know, yanking his chain on that, right? So, again, there, there's a lot going on in this movie. And like, like we said earlier, this is, this is a well-made film. Um, again, I, I just I can't believe I, I skipped over this and it'd be this good of a movie. Because this, this is definitely something that is right where I like the filmmaking. So I can't say that enough. Um... Yeah, I, I don't know what else to say and not give anything away. But uh, 
there's there's the introduction of the daughter. We got that. There's also the introduction of another lady. So the doctor um, had a wife. She passed away. Then he met another lady, and she was involved with the daughter and stuff, kind of growing up, and something bad happens to her. And then there is a lady in town that works at the local newspaper, and she's a reporter, and she's sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. So she becomes like the third wheel and all this stuff. But she looks just like the lady that passed away that was the girlfriend of the doctor all those years ago. So there's this weird thing going on as well, right, where he feels like, you know, they should be together because of who she is and of course she don't have any recollection because she she doesn't understand right so you kind of got that going on as well so there's a, there's a lot to uh to cover in this movie with, without talking about it so i don't want to ruin it i really don't i want you to check this one out it's on tubi it's on there for free i'm gonna give this a four out of five i think it's that good now it does have the 70s kind of slow burn to it, but at the same time, this movie makes you uncomfortable because it's kind of like Exorcist 3. Exorcist 3 does such a great job of telling you what happens, and your visual in your head is scarier than anything you're going to see on the screen. And that's really where this movie lives. And I think maybe that's why I like it so much. Because I, I, I've said this many times. You're never going to show something on the screen that's scarier than what's in my head, right? Because my imagination makes things worst-case scenario, right? So that's really the story with this one. And I think that's what makes this movie powerful. It's kind of like the less you saw the shark in Jaws, the scarier it was, Right? Well, in this, you're not really hiding the monster. And you really, you really don't. You finally do see a creature. And it's very, very minimal, right? But you don't need it. Because we all understand, right? We understand. Ah, it's, it's kind of a demon-looking thing. Okay, whoopity-doo. But the context of how the story is playing out and the placement of that really makes this thing work. So I'm just going to recommend it. Uh, I... It's on Tubi. You can watch it for free. I would jump on this pretty quick. I don't know how long it'll stay on Tubi, but I say don't miss it. This is textbook Doctor Movie to me. This is this is why I want to do this show because I'm finding movies like this where I just go, wow, I should have seen this 20, 30 years ago, right? All right, folks, that's all I got on this one. Hey, if you're a fan of this movie and you can't believe I haven't seen it, shame me. <laughs> Let me know what you think about this one. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on it. I, I, I'd love to talk about this one in a manner where you don't have to not you know, hold things back. So, uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts on this one. Uh, and if you have ideas for some movies that you want me to cover, drop them in the comments, and we'll try to get that done if I can find a copy of the movie. All right, folks, that's it. We will check you later.